Hey everyone, it's Caroline. And this is Brittany. And this is Couldn't Be Me, where we promise you don't have to agree with everyone either. (laughs) So how are you? Um, uh, Pretty good. I'm not having a shitty week yet. So that's great. Actually pretty good. Yeah. For those of you who Uh, don't know, we record on Wednesdays. So it's it's midweek. Yeah. I'm like waiting for something terrible to happen, but you know, I'm still swinging. Yeah, we're not attracting that energy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I keep listening to like positive music. This plastic that you're hearing, by the way, is like my, I am so excited to see it. I bought the Positions crew neck from oh. Ariana Grande <laughs> because I'm so obsessed so maybe that's why I'm feeling okay I've been listening to just like magic a lot so I love that um, song the snap in it is so crisp so that's good the best part hey, you know? anyway we're in, it's it's not a shitty week so far I got a lot of work done I wrote like 10 pages for this paper I have to write so very nice is there any fun yeah. cool things you've been consuming or enjoying um I've been reading so I love YA books even though I'm 80 years old it's okay they get a bad Um, rep we need to change that they do but they're really exciting and every adult book is not easy to get into so I also don't like even when I do get into adult books like I don't I mean I just love YA like I just don't feel like it has to be one or the other like my entire bookshelf is full of YA books but anyways I've been reading Divergent for the first time so I'm like a little bit more than halfway through the second book, Insurgent. So, mm, is it good? It is. I hate the second book. The first one was actually not bad. I, okay. I actually kind of liked it. It's uh, for me at least, like I people seem to really like the main character. Like when I was hearing about it years ago, mm-hmm. for people who don't know, I'm one of those people who just can't do what everyone else is doing, particularly when it comes to books and TV shows. Like if everyone's like watching it, I can't watch it. (laughs) I have to wait until the hype dies down and then I can watch it so that I can just like have my own opinions about it and not be influenced by like what other people are saying. And the same thing with books. So like people were talking about it years ago and now that it's like dead, I can read it. And I remember that people really like the main character and I really don't like her. Mm. So like, I kind of liked her a lot in the first book. But now I just really don't like her in a second book. But I'm just realizing that she's going through like a big growth moment right now. So I'm being patient with her. Mm. I'm giving her her space. <laughs> letting and her I'm, grow, evolve. I Literally, I'm letting her grow. And I'm just reading another book at the moment so I can get over the annoying things. She just mm, did like that's five chapters. a good chapters. strategy. Yes, I'm letting her cool down. I just need a break. Yeah, I never read those books either. Or The Hunger Games. I've never read either. Well, don't waste your time with that one. Okay. I think I've heard the, well, I don't know, maybe, I don't know. I, I kind of have to like read things, even though they're bad. Like I have to know what the book was like. So like mm. if you are like that at all, like maybe you'll read it. But I just feel like The Hunger Games was so poorly written. Although okay. I did really like, the. well, I didn't 
love it, love it. But I like the movie. I didn't okay. watch the last two, but the first movie was pretty good. And I heard that a lot, actually, that like the books are not as good as the movies. Then maybe I need to give it a chance. It just never looked like a like a book I would want to read. And like you said, like I, I think I read a little excerpt of it and I was like, this doesn't sound like it's written very well. And I'm like, I'm like the kind of person that like if I start a book, I need to finish it. But yeah, like I was like, do I even want to start it if I if I know I'm probably not going to like it? So that's why I never read it. But yeah. someone recently was like, what? You haven't watched the movies? You need to go home now and watch all of them. And I was like, oh, okay. The first movie is like, it's it's pretty good. Like, um, I didn't watch the other two. And I wish I didn't know like this big thing from the first movie or else it would have like hit harder. But mm-hmm. it was pretty good, actually. And I mean, but the book, I got through like 40 pages of it. And I was just like, I could have written this in like middle school. Like, it is not written super well like obviously it's written in a way that like I'm like channeling Peter and I feel like he would tell me that like it was a thing that was in at the time and like yeah yeah I feel like he would tell me that like it was what publishers wanted or something like that so like obviously it was a thing that would sell but it's not well written so like if that's something that you look for when you're reading then it's not that like maybe the story is good but the writing is not if you feel me Mm -hmm. so I don't know I'll I mean the first Twilight book was written pretty shitty too like I don't think the writing got good until New Moon so I I got through it and I I now love the books and the movies but like the first Twilight Twilight book is yeah the first Twilight book not the best not the best yeah definitely yeah it's not that well written like especially the beginning I feel like she was like getting better as she went like not the story getting better but her writing was getting better right (laughs) did you not edit this whole book or did you only edit like half of it or something I don't know anyway I can talk about books forever it's kind of everything I love but yeah (laughs) I I don't know Hunger Games sort of sucked in my opinion but you should watch the movie I will I think I think I'll do it So today's topic, we're doing this cool thing today. Mm-hmm. Where What are we calling it, Caroline? What is this? So I don't know what the, like, I don't know if we should give it a little name or anything, but we're going to, I guess it'll be a little series we do where every few episodes we'll do like Brittany learns about or Caroline learns about and we'll teach each other like about a topic that like we either know a lot about or we're super interested in. Um, maybe someday we'll have like a guest teach both of us something that might be cool. Um, so yeah, today I will be teaching Brittany about fashion. Uh, anyone knows me, it's not exactly uh, something that I look into in my free time. <laughs> I literally wear the same shirts and pants all the time, just in a cycle. But it'll be interesting to hear actual things about it so I have some questions for Caroline about this so Caroline can teach me I'm like excited but like nervous because I don't know why (laughs) why (laughs) my god there's like no stakes in this at all like literally none no one cares (laughs) literally none nobody cares about anything we say I know like I feel like people are gonna like listen to us and still tune us out but that's okay (laughs) um let's start with a good one just to get your get your feet wet so 
if you had to describe your style in a mm-hmm. sentence, how would you describe it? And then you can like elaborate, but like, how would you put it in one sentence if you had to? I, okay. So you know how like usually like I've gotten this question before in like, in like different varieties, like describe your style in one word or like something like that. And I honestly never used to know what it was because I felt like my style was just, it, it still is, not was, it's just all over the place. Like every day, I feel like it depends what person I feel like being that day. But if I had to just describe it in one sentence, I would just say that my style is a gut instinct. And that's like, honestly, the best way I can describe it. I feel like to me, putting together an outfit is like cracking some kind of code in a puzzle. And I'm not saying like every single day I wear like 30 different prints. Some days I'm just wearing like jeans and a t-shirt, but I guess it just kind of depends, like I said, on who I feel like being that day, how extra I feel like being that day. And it usually just kind of reflects that. And honestly, I'm all over the map and as long as I feel confident in it I'm good to go Hmm. so I feel like that sort of leads really nicely into this next question which is like do you try to stay with like current trends with your like sense of style or with your fashion choices like even when you're just going with your feeling like do you try to stay on trend or I don't even know if that's the correct way to say it but like do you try to stay with the trends yeah I mean I guess there is like always like I guess things that are trendy at the moment so I feel like I feel like trends are interesting or like um maybe just seeing things over and over is interesting because maybe at first you didn't really like it but I feel like we get like what, what, what would it be sensitized desensitized to like seeing things over and over so then you're like maybe you thought something wasn't that cute but the more you see it the more you get used to it the more you like it and sometimes mm. I feel like I'm that way with trends like sometimes I'll see something I don't like and then eventually I'm like actually I kind of like it but for the most I mean obviously when things start happening and there's like a new thing everybody's doing like sometimes I like it sometimes I don't I'm never really that person that's just gonna wear something because it's trendy like if somebody's like like I feel like when it comes to designers there's always like one piece that's like super trendy all the time like when the Gucci belt was always so popular and like people were wearing like the red and green stripe as if Gucci doesn't have like a million other things to offer that's all everybody was wearing and it was so ugly because they thought it matched every single outfit just because it was a thing um so in that sense no not really but I won't say no to a trend However, I probably don't like follow them to a T. I just kind of wear whatever I want to wear. I like kind of more like vintage or like I kind of go back in time a lot <laughs> in terms of fashion and um, yeah, just whatever, whatever I'm feeling, whatever is inspiring at the moment. And that changes due to like such a variety of like different things like maybe it's like just seeing a new collection by a designer or maybe it's like walking down the street and seeing like a building that's like a super cool color and then I'm like wow that would be a great outfit and then I wear it Mm -hmm. like I don't know it's just like all kind of depends for me I don't know do you ever feel like you're like pressured into wearing things because they're trendy (laughs) definitely not I literally don't care about (laughs) 
anything related to this. Like, I swear I don't care about fashion at all. Ever. Like, I, well, like what's in or like what mm-hmm. people are talking about. Like my only commitment to my clothing is whatever is comfortable and like easiest to throw on. <laughs> like I wear sweatsuits all the time. I'm currently in like old airy sweatpants. I'm like, oh my God, me too. <laughs> That's me literally every day in a shirt that literally like no one can see, but there are like holes in the armpit. Oh my God. I can confirm my life. Yeah. I literally don't care. (laughs) I don't know. For me, I just feel like clothing is just like an expense and I like don't really go deeper into it than that for me when it comes Mm -hmm. to my, the way that I dress is just like something annoying that I have to pay for like rent. Like I have to wear clothes because like <laughs> I can't go outside naked. So yeah, I guess I just like look at like I mean obviously like every day like I obviously I can't afford like my favorite designers like archive pieces, but like I guess like in that sense I just view fashion as like an art form. So when I look at it that way, I yeah. just like love learning about the history and like all the things. And and I mean also I I feel like I wear trends sometimes like people don't like and I don't give a fuck like the fila disruptors like those chunky sneakers i feel like people they were like in for a while then you you either like hated them or loved them and now like i feel like more people hate them but i still love them and i still wear them i don't care (laughs) like i I see people wear them all the time like with dresses like i love them too i see them like a lot yeah they're controversial i think it's wild that like I don't know maybe like my like off-putting towards like fashion is like just I don't know I feel like everything with me like comes down to like uh I don't know the best way to say it like impact on like poor people and shit like that so like Mm -hmm. when I see these like not the not the feel of like the sneakers but like the sweatsuits I'm just like I, I think of like when I was younger and these are things that were just like like the champion sweatsuits too. Do oh my you god. That? That, that, I How was talking like, to my dad about that. So crazy. I was like, this show was in like thrift stores. Like my grandma used to have us wearing this stuff because like, you know, it was like hand-me-downs and now this is like yes. a fashionable thing and like people are spending hella money to wear this shit. And I'm like, we were broke as hell wearing this stuff. <laughs> like, I know, same. Do you remember, like, honestly, do you remember, like, if you would wear, like, a champion sweatsuit, like, that wasn't cool? Like, Yeah, that, like, it was, like, a signal that you were broke and your parents had to probably, like, buy you that sweatsuit. <laughs> I know, like, I remember my mom dressed me, I remember the color, it was, like, a magenta pink, like, matching sweatsuit, and I literally cried and made her change me because I didn't want to wear it to school. <laughs> I was, like, really oh. little. I mean, my, uh, I used to have, like, my mom used to, like, arrange my clothes and my drawers, like, in outfits until I was, like, in a third grade <laughs> because I would literally wear anything. So she had to, like, put my clothes together and I would wear whatever, like, she put together. <laughs> but my mom is also, like, fashion queen. And, like, I think I just, it never traveled down to me. I'm very mm-hmm. much my dad who, like, wears a hat with holes in it and, like, would choose that over a new hat any day. It's like, I... I don't know I think we just like wear whatever is like comfortable like even if that's sweatpants and old slippers that's what we're gonna wear or like a sweater that we've been wearing for like 10 years but my mom is like I need my walk-in closet and all my jewelry has to have its own closet and like (laughs) I had to get like a I don't have like a closet in my apartment really like I do but um like to hang things I don't really so I had to get like an armoire oh I had an armoire but I had to buy a bigger one because I I ran out of space 
So (laughs) I needed, and I do like get rid of clothes. I donate clothes. I send them to family in Poland when I don't want them anymore and stuff. But like, I also just like really love them so much. (laughs) That's okay. Everyone has their thing. (laughs) I know. I feel, I always tell my mom, she's like, you're shopping again. And I'm like, listen, I could be addicted to drugs. Okay. Like choose your battles. Yeah, yeah. And I remember my other excuse I, I, I've started to say, I'm like, well, Elton John has a fashion addiction too, so I'm in good company. And then I just keep Elton going. Elton John is a very rich person. I know. <laughs> I don't think that's a good comparison. <laughs> I uh, wish if I could just like see inside his closet, like I would like drool. I would be like, oh my God, the sunglass collection that man has. I can't even. Did he do like a video of it or something like that? No, I just know it's insane. I can oh. just, I just like. <laughs> oh, it's just in your head. You just know. Yeah, I just, I know it is. <laughs> um, speaking of trends kind of reminds me of like how like, you know, when you'll see like articles and or like just like people talking about like um, all like the staples everyone should have in their wardrobe or something like you know what I'm talking about when people are like oh uh, like a woman in her 30s should have like a black blazer a little black dress two pairs of jeans like do you know how people like, do that yeah like like you know like wardrobe staples like everyone should have no but I believe you <laughs> <laughs> sorry I don't know I mean you we understand that like we're like different world like the stuff that comes up on your feed would not come up on mine oh no no you know yeah i'm i'm not judging (laughs) but i believe you (laughs) yeah i'm just trying to gauge how much i should talk about it no Um, get into it but yeah i'm not gonna know like the context of a lot of what you're saying yeah and i guess that can be helpful for like people when they don't know where to start with building a wardrobe but honestly in my opinion like that never resonated because i feel like there's no way we all have the same staples. Like pink is a staple for me in my wardrobe, but that's not a staple for everyone. Or like tulle, I love tulle. I don't think everybody wants to wear tutus. So I don't see how that could be a staple for everybody. You know what I mean? Like, I just like, I feel like your staples should be the things that like you reach towards the most and you build the most outfits out of. And I don't think that's the same for everybody. Like how everybody should have like a little black dress. I don't really wear the color black that often. So for me, that doesn't really matter. Like, I don't care if I have one or not. And I don't feel like my wardrobe is incomplete without one. I have one, but like, it's not because I feel like I need one. Like, it's never that. Like, I don't, I guess I just don't really follow fashion rules or guidelines or like, this should go with this or you should have this. Like, I don't, I I feel like it's restrictive. Yeah. Maybe they're like tips for people who are just Mm -hmm. like, I don't even know what to do. Like if I'm going out in public, what am I, what are people wearing? Like, what is the thing? (laughs) Like what's okay for me to be wearing? Like if I can't wear my sweatsuit here, Mm -hmm. what can I wear? (laughs) What's acceptable socially? Yeah. Like exactly. Like what is, what is semi-casual? What Mm -hmm. am I supposed to wear with that? That type of thing. All right. I have another question. Yes. And this is for me and anyone else who's just as clueless as I am when it comes to fashion. Mm-hmm. Can you explain what fast fashion is? Okay. So you don't know anything really about. Nope. Okay. So fast fashion is basically like um, brands, I guess, and stores 
companies that recreate like fashion, high fashion runway trends that are like, so like, let's say we're actually in the middle of fashion month right now, but um, so they're doing like spring, summer, 2021, right? Or fall, fall, winter, no, spring, summer, 2021. So like those shows are telling you like, oh, like in, in the summer, spring, summer, 2021, these things are going to be trendy, probably like the things you're seeing on the runway. These are the things you're going to see that are going to be popular. Like that's kind of the idea behind these like fashion shows and so brands like Zara, Forever 21, H&M, like those are fast fashion brands. They look at these shows and or Fashion Nova, Shein, they'll look at these shows and they take these trends and they like mass produce them at low costs. So they're low quality. They use a whole bunch of toxins. They create so, so much waste because they're mass produced. Waste affects the people that live in the area, usually low income um, households, they just, yeah, they just create and their, their workers are usually not treated well, low paid. And so that's kind of the whole thing. It's obviously, obviously not everybody can afford designer brands and like whatever, like sustainable brands or whatever. And I, I totally get that. I'm not saying everybody should be going out and shopping because at, you know, the original, like, uh, the most sustainable way because that's not always feasible um I mean I used to like exclusively shop at forever 21 when I was younger um as I've gotten older I think I am more conscious about like my footprint in that because it's like I do want to reduce waste as much as I possibly can and I think it's important to realize like these brands are just I think it's better to invest in things that are going to last longer than things that are maybe trendy right now, but they're made from such a poor material and are made by people who are treated poorly and they're going to break down after two washes and you're going to Zara, which honestly Zara is not that cheap and it's a fast fashion brand and those clothes are such poor quality and like you're paying for like not a super cheap item that's that store literally changes what's in the store. I think, oh my God, what was it? It was like every couple of days, I think they change what's in stock, um, which is insane. And I try my best to like, I shop a lot secondhand and vintage because number one, I like, I, I don't have the money to buy designer brands. So like, I, and I don't want to turn to fast fashion as my first option all the time so I do try to buy like secondhand or vintage but I do now that I'm older like I do kind of give myself not like a uh, like I give myself a limit about how much money I'm allowed to spend from a paycheck every month on things that I don't need so like maybe every once in a while I will buy myself a designer piece or something that's a little more expensive or sustainable but yeah that's basically the idea of fast fashion it was a little long-winded, but I hope I answered it. <laughs> now you did. Yeah. Also good on big girl budgeting. Thanks. We all get there slowly. Mm-hmm. I have to like get my budget shit together with like dining out, but yeah. So like that's obviously, topic. <laughs> obviously like not shaming anybody that still shops fast fashion. Like you do what you have to do, but I think it's just important to understand, you know, like what it is and how you can maybe reduce your effects in it your imprint in it yeah now that I know that's what it's called I 
feel like yeah i feel like i i, I see i've seen like on my pinterest like um because i started with this uh what do you even call it why am i not speaking this board mm-hmm. of like i believe the correct word is higa I think that's how you pronounce it, Haga or something like that, whatever. But anyways, because of that board, all these like uh, comfort things and like environmental things pop up for me. And I did see something that was about like how to, uh, you know, when it comes to like clothing, like the type of clothing you can buy and wear to like Mm -hmm. decrease like your carbon footprint and like your carbon footprint. Yeah, but I feel like that always makes me think of like, I feel like the first thing I always read is like thrifting, thrifting, thrifting. And I feel like I'm so conflicted about that because mm-hmm. like, I also see what the product of that is like. Like I said, like I always like, I guess because I was like raised like poor, like, you know, I was always, money was not a thing that we had, nor is it something that my family has now. And so like, when it comes down to me, like I'm always thinking of like, okay, what impact is this having? on poor people on like low-income people like people who don't have options when it comes to like clothing like people Mm -hmm. who have to do what they have to do and I am seeing like the I talk about this all the time with some of my friends who like had to grow up like going to thrift stores not because it was a cool thing to do or the trendy thing to do but because that was their only choice yeah and I talk to them so often about like you know, are you seeing like what's happening in these thrift stores now? Because it's like a trend to do this. And they're just like, it's actually so sad. Like when you go to a thrift store, like the prices are comparable to like, if you went to the mall, like it's actually, mm-hmm. I mean, like some things are like slightly cheaper, but like my friend and I, like in undergrad, like we're, you know, just like two broke bitches, like who were just trying to get through and like be successful. And so like, we needed to buy some clothes for like interviews because this is what you do in undergrad. Like you start interviewing for things and like getting yourself out there. And we, you know, I went to University of Michigan. So like everyone's super rich, but like my roommate and I were not. (laughs) And so we went to the thrift store to sort of like see what we can get because we couldn't afford like a new blazer and things like that so we went to get like secondhand blazers and this shit was 25 fucking dollars for a blazer and i'm just like this is a thrift store like this is what happens when people are like treating shit like this like it's a a mall like it's Mm -hmm. not something for fun like these prices need to stay low and like shame on thrift stores for like profiting off of the fact that like this is something that yeah is helpful for the environment but is also a trend at the same time and I kind of wish that there was like another version of a thrift store where people like I know some people work at them like I think someone we went to school with works at like a environmentally sustainable like fashion company Mm -hmm. or something like that but I wish there was like some other version of it where like reused clothing could go and like have it be like if you want to jack up the prices, jack up the prices there where you have people like buying clothes that were I feel used, like that would I be like, like a vintage shop, but they still kind of cross the boundaries with thrift shops in regards to that. Yeah. I mean, like I'd rather those prices be high though. Like I just no, yeah. care that like thrift store prices stay low for the people who actually have to go there, not because they want to, but because they need to. Yeah. That's, know, that's yeah. always been my issue with it. I feel like it's always going to be my issue with it. So long as like thrift store prices are skyrocketing and people who actually need the shit can actually afford it or have to buy the scraps that are there and cost nothing, but like are things that no one would want to wear ever. No, yeah, I agree. I usually, I mean, 
I definitely don't shop as much as I used to when I was younger in terms of like, oh, like just to do it. Like I usually kind of go in with like an idea of something specific I want or need. And so like, I'm, I guess it just comes with like age and being more mindful of like, you know, like waste and just like using the things I actually have. And I feel like, I feel like there's this like weird stigma, especially now that social media exists. Like you can't repeat an outfit or like repeat wearing something, which like I wear the same things over and over and over again, because I love my clothes. So why am I not going to wear them over and over again? I'm on day three of these sweatpants. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I have a pair of, I mean, I have more than one pair of jeans, but I wear like the same pair of jeans over and over again because I love them. (laughs) Like, and I don't care. Like, like, it's so stupid and I feel like I, I you know I, I mean I shop at thrift shops because like I said I, I'm, I'm not very wealthy so I don't have that much money so like sometimes if I really need something I will go to learn to look there um, but like I don't like I hate this like you said like the prices are going up on things and I will like I go to thrift shops and I'm like there's no way this costs this much like I can buy yeah. this for cheaper like new like sometimes and so I'm like why would I buy this here if I can just buy a new one for the same price like this is ridiculous um and I'll like or do you know what Depop is yeah I think it's like this it's the site where like people sell their own clothes right Mm -hmm. it's an app and I like I, I go on there a lot but um it's like window shopping but like on an app and like I'll look at these things and people sell shit for the most ridiculous prices like I'll see fucking t-shirts like they're like children like you know like those like y2k girlies that wear like like tiny little crop top shirts that are from like fucking limited to or like our children's tops but they're wearing them as crop tops and they're selling them for like 40 bucks a t-shirt when they like are like should be like two dollars at max like it's ridiculous and I hate that shit so much I every time I buy something on Depop I always barter with people number one I never buy anything that's overpriced because I'm like I'm absolutely not helping you um sell these things that are stupid price and number two like I know this is not worth it so I always like I'm like can you actually sell it for this much because like I'm like I'm not letting this like probably rich person let me sell like sell this like expensive best thing for me that costs five bucks in reality I remember one time I bought a purse um for $2.99 I think at a thrift shop and later I saw it at a vintage shop for like $79 or something same purse Mm -hmm. I feel like people slap the title like vintage on something and suddenly is worth like a billion dollars yeah like will actually pay for it like you may not pay for those things like on Depop, like if it like says like if it's super expensive and it says it's vintage, but like someone out there is like oh, yeah. paying for those for things. Sure. Like, yeah, totally. It's so wild. I'm a, you know, one thing I can say I do, like definitely not going back on the not fashionable thing, but like Caroline knows that I am a sucker for Instagram shop scams. Yes. (laughs) I buy stupid shit from there all the time. But I always see these Instagram shops that are like vintage sweaters, like vintage Mm -hmm. shirts. And like those things are so, 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 so expensive. Mm -hmm. And now after being scammed several times, like I read the comments to see like what people are saying about it. And like people are actually like, oh, I got it. And it was like a little bit too big, but still so cute. And so I'm just like, well, people are actually buying this. And sometimes those sweaters, like more than the sweaters, I see the shirts, like actual, just like washed out looking t-shirts, like that I would wear if I owned it, but I'm not going to pay a stupid amount of money for it. 
like washed out looking t-shirts are like 40 50 dollars like at a mm-hmm. vintage shop on instagram and there are like thousands of people in the comments like oh so cute when i got it oh so nice and i'm like you actually bought this like this is actually crazy yeah the thing with vintage shops and why like their prices are so much higher is because they they take it from the standpoint of like these are like one-of-a-kind pieces right like it's not like they're like they're like still produced or whatever a lot of the times vintage shops also have like consignment and a consignment element so they'll have like a lot of like designer vintage pieces so that makes sense okay but like pricing an old t-shirt at 50 bucks just because you'll probably never see another one like it is so stupid to me and they they also say like we have to think about the fact that like we took the time to like curate all these specific pieces to be in our shop and like I respect your hustle but also this is fucking ridiculous and I'm not paying that much for a t-shirt like come yeah, on it's still a shirt like I don't yeah. I kind of don't care like how many good words you put in front of it like it's it's a shirt like if it's not designer or whatever that even means it's mm-hmm. actually just a t-shirt and you're actually just a scammer so a scammer with like really good language in front of whatever you're selling but everyone doesn't feel that way so nope boom on a topic of designer can you name your top three favorite designers and why i feel like you're asking me to pick a favorite child but um if i had to pick i would definitely say that lee mcqueen from alexander mcqueen i think he was so amazing his work was honestly groundbreaking i think he took such dark topics and created such beautiful things with them um, he had that like famous like Jack the Ripper collection and what was it that like Atlantis like it was very like under the sea themed um, he had that iconic show where like the dress came out and it was like just like a plain white dress and then like the model spun around and there was like a machine that splattered it with paint amazing I don't think that there will be anybody truly like him ever <laughs> um I, I've i also always really loved Marc Jacob. I think he's really innovative. He definitely, like, made... When he was at Louis Vuitton, I think he did some really cool things and kind of helped the brand be what it is. Um, I love everything Pier Paolo does at Valentino. I think he's, like... His work is very fun and colorful, and I think actually recently he did a collection that was all white with these like beautiful long gowns, and I thought that was like so different and kind of a little bit representative of like quarantine and like the whole pandemic, and usually his clothing is so full of color, and then now like it was like all that color was taken off. Um, hmm. I think Gianni Versace was amazing, or Versace um I think his work he was like an icon honestly and I I can't like I wish he was still with us I think his he would have created some amazing things even to this day um I think Zach Posen really knows how a woman's body should look in clothing and his the way he cuts pieces and just his craftsmanship is so amazing I'm always sad when I think about that his house closed some newer designers that I really like, Kirby, uh, John, Kirby John Raymond from Pure Moss. I love Harris Reed, Robert Woon, 
Chipova Lawena is cool. Dipetsa, Moalola, to name a few. Oh, I love Simone Rocha. I think she understands her customer perfectly and her work is always so, so beautiful. Um, who else? Who else? This is so fun for me, but I feel like I'm going to forget so many people that I love. Um, 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 I love Molly Goddard. Like I said earlier, I love Tool and she's like the queen of Tool. Um, I'm definitely forgetting people I like and I'm going to like listen back to this and be like, oh my God, why didn't I say this person? But I think for now, I feel like that's good summary of some designers I like. That was definitely more than three, but you know, like I said, it's hard to just sum it up. Very cool. Is there like a designer that you just hate? They can't Dolce and Gabbana. I will talk about Ooh. it all day, every fucking day. Those two men are so fucking. I don't. Oh, mm-mm. they are homophobic, racist, misogynist, like anything you can think of. They are xenophobic, and mm. they they are gay. So it's like really cool how like you're gay but also homophobic. Like that's that's mm. a fun that's a fun thing for you. Um, and their designs just like. I mean, there. Listen, there was a time when they created some great things, and sometimes they still create some nice things. But like at the end of the day, like just the fact that it's Dolce makes me not like it, because they just fucking suck as human beings, and it's just not worth it. And every time I see a celebrity wearing them, I'm like, your stylist had to know what they were doing. Like they know, they know these people are awful. Why are they still pulling from them? Like, and actually today, I think I saw like, I didn't read it, but I saw like an article like, and it was like, um, Dolce and Gabbana trying to regain their, their like reputation after backlash and, and scandal, blah, blah, blah. But will we let them, will we let them not be canceled? And I'm like, no, we shouldn't in this case, they need to stop because this is ridiculous. Mm. They're still the same people and they still like are little children and like, oh my god they're so just mean and nasty and ew I don't I just can't I can't and that's on period no just kidding (laughs) (laughs) period they're so awful yeah I hear you but it's kind of crazy because like I said like people still buy from like okay so last my last semester at FIT I was in a class and we were talking about Dolce and Gabbana because they'd recently just come out with like a commercial and it was very very offensive to like Asian culture they had what was it would I have like seen it on tv like I don't maybe uh, probably not probably not on tv but if you google it I'm sure you'll find it it's like it, it was like so they're an Italian brand. So they had like Asian women eating like food, like spaghetti and like Italian food, like with chopsticks and like failing at it. Like it's just making it look like really hard. And like, it was just like a very like weird ass fucked up commercial. And they obviously got a lot of backlash about it. And these brands will do things like this, but it's just very interesting to me because I had people in my class, right? FIT has a lot of like international students or people who have a lot of international friends and the people from like those countries like that they would talk to, obviously this isn't everybody but like just like there's a lot of people that don't find these things offensive which is crazy to me but yeah. 
a lot of people talk it's talked it's it's like in america we realize these things are racist or wrong or homophobic or whatever but in other countries it's it's almost like they're not i don't want to say sensitive but like they're not like they don't they don't view things the same way we do but at the end of the day just because this is an italian brand so it's a european brand it's still an international brand and you have to realize like how it's being received everywhere not just in this one place just because this one person doesn't find it offensive doesn't mean that the mass of people won't yeah i feel like people are ignorant as fucking america too i just want to like i'm sure you know that like i don't think people are all sensitive in america like i'm sure there's so many people who are probably okay with that commercial because you know what I was thinking of like I bet there's so many I'm remembering I don't know anything about this but like I'm remembering how many people defended like Victoria's Secrets like mm. with like all of that drama like maybe you can talk about that because like all I remember from that are all the people who are just like they can do whatever they want it's their fashion show if they don't want like trans women in their show like they don't have to and like everyone defended that so I'm like imagining there are a ton of people who like like I I hear you that like there are a lot of people who defend like Dolce & Gabbana because Mm -hmm. like there are so many people like Mm -hmm. publicly defending like yeah because like the Chinese market is like one of the biggest consumers of high fashion brands and so it's just like and they're still consuming Dolce & Gabbana so it's just like crazy but um the the Victoria's Secret thing, I saw completely different. I don't know, maybe it's because I, I, I'm I, more in like the fashion loop and maybe I follow more like people in that industry. But like, I think it's very agreed upon that Victoria's Secret ended rightfully so. Like that show ending was like absolutely bound to happen. Like it was getting boring. It was getting old. And the comments that were made, the transphobic and the fatphobic comments that were made were real. And they were said, and, you know, at this point, it's just like, if you still believe those things, like what right do you have putting on these shows? And I, I think that the ending of Victoria's Secret and the fashion show was just like bound to happen. And I'm happy that it did happen. Gotcha. I didn't even know that Victoria's Secret was like deeply not a thing anymore. Yeah. And I mean, like also buy their perfume. (laughs) Also, just, like, I think, like, we have brands like Fenty, like, those fashion shows are such performances, and they're so amazing, and they're so diverse, and they show so many different body types and skin tones, and people with disabilities um, wearing lingerie, and, you know, loving themselves, and just being able to see themselves represented, and then, like, you just fucking turn on Victoria's Secret and say, like, the same person walk down the runway every two seconds. So I feel like it's yeah. like obviously cult, like fashion and uh, I think is a big representation of what's happening in our culture. And I think Victoria's Secret is not that anymore. Let's talk about those people, the same ones who are there all the time. What do you think of like, I'm just, I'm remembering like uh, those pictures that went like viral from the skims campaign but Mm -hmm. what do you think of like kendall jenner as a model and then Gigi hadid and then or i don't know my sister says her their last name funny so now i forget the correct way to say their last name it's hadid Gigi and 
Okay, cool. I think my sister says hatted. (laughs) 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 I like made fun of her for and then I didn't remember which one I was making fun of her for. So anyway, um, the sisters, like let's. Bella and Gigi. Ooh, the nepotism models. Um, (laughs) I, I'm not a big fan of Kendall, not gonna lie. I, like, think she's very pretty, and she's one of the only, like, Kardashian-Jenners I follow just because I think she's very, very nice to look at. But, um, I don't think she's a great model. I think she has, like, one look, and that's it. Not a great walk. Also, she's just so out of touch with reality, honestly. Like, I, I think that obviously like her Gigi Bella Kaya Gerber they all have you know moms who are models or a family name that's well known that got them to a point where they are right like it was obviously easier for them to become models than it was for just that random girl that was scouted on the street um with that being said I feel like like I said Kendall's so out of touch with reality I feel like I saw something I saw an article recently, it was comparing, like, something Gigi said compared to something Kendall said, and Kendall did an interview, and she was like, I'm, we're really selective about, like, the shows I pick, I don't know how those girls do all those, like, shows back-to-back, or, um, like, a hundred shows in a season, or something crazy like that, like, I could never do that, um, and just, like, seemed very privileged without acknowledging her privilege, whereas Gigi was like, I talking about how like oh I understand my privilege and I know that it was easier for me to get here and for a long time I was really really scared and nervous and just felt like I didn't belong behind the scenes and backstage at the fashion shows because I saw these girls working so hard to make money and send it back to their families and I just wanted to be worthy of the position that I was in too um so I just think like the, I think that when Gigi and Bella talk about, like, where they started and, like, even, like, now support having a platform and supporting brands or, like, causes that they care about, it feels a little more genuine compared to, like, Kendall doing something. But, I mean, that's just an opinion. I don't know them personally, but I think that Gigi and Bella kind of present themselves in a more digestible way than Kendall um, I think Bella is, honestly, out of, like, all the nepotism models, I, Bella, honestly, is probably one of my favorites. I think she's actually good and interesting to look at, has a great walk, I think she's super pretty, love her. Don't really keep, I don't follow Gigi, actually, I don't really keep up with her, I don't have much to say, but yeah, that's about it, I think. Who's their mom? Like, I don't... Yolanda. Know. Yeah, but, like, what did she, like... Um, I think she was a model too, and she's like a real housewife. Hmm. Didn't know that. Yeah. The more you know. Um, I'm just like laughing because I told like our our counterpart Bradley mm-hmm. that like we were doing this, and he was just like asking like that question. Um, you know when you were saying that you think it's stupid that people are like what are your staples he was just like you should ask her where her staples are (laughs) (laughs) well Um, I mean what are your staples though like even if 
you're like you're not giving anyone advice but like what are staples for you personally Mm, okay um I this is so this is not hard but like also I don't know um (laughs) definitely a good pair of baggy jeans I love 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 I have a pair of like old vintage Lee jeans that I wear all the time I think they're just like the perfect amount of worn in they fit me so great they're a little bit too big but like in a good way if that makes sense I literally wear them all the time I also have another pair of like vintage Calvin Klein jeans that are a darker wash than those that I also love they fit great they're a little less baggy but still kind of have that mom jean style um gingham is a staple for me I love gingham I have so much I have every article of clothing probably in gingham print I could wear it every single day with something it's basically a like a fucking neutral tone for me at this point um what else flowy dresses love a flowy dress so effortless but like put together um white blouses I have far more than I need but I just find myself always buying them because I wear them so much I like you know how most people say like oh like black is a staple for me I feel like white is more of a staple for me um a square toed boot a square toed heeled boot I love the square toe I think it's far more superior to a pointed toe and baggy or not baggy, but like oversized t-shirts are also a staple. I like wearing things sometimes that make me feel small. <laughs> I don't I don't know why, but I just like I like feeling tiny. And so I feel like oversized clothes make me feel that way. I don't know. Yeah, I would say those are my staples, probably. Got you. Gotcha. If anyone wants to know my staples, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what are your staples? <laughs> uh, a pair of leggings and many, many sweaters. <laughs> That's it. it. I just always have a sweater on. So I kind of never care what's under it. Because if you have a good sweater. Actually, I mean, if I had to think about it for real, I wear a ton of concert merch and band merch. Mm. and artist merch like I'm always wearing like some type of band something like that was a trend was it yeah I didn't know that I like I said earlier like I literally got like a position sweater in the mail like I just love wearing like my band merch like I just I don't know like there's like um I don't know if any, like, if people, like, have seen, I asked you this before, I think, if you've seen, like, Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist, and he's, Mm -hmm. like, you know, and she's, like, someone asked him, like, why is he wearing the same jeans from the previous night, and he's, like, I just like to keep the night on them, like, I love that, and I always think of that whenever I'm wearing, like, my, my band stuff, like, if I'm wearing a shirt that I bought for a billion dollars at a concert, like, I just love wearing it, because it takes me back there, and I just feel like I'm still wearing the night on me, even though I've washed it a million times. Like, I, I love wearing my John Mayer me. shirt. I always think about like the day we went to the concert. And I just also really, really love that shirt. Um, yeah. But I also have like a Hoodie Allen t-shirt that I got at his concert. It's really cute merch. And um, I remember one time I posted it. And it, at the time, it was literally the only merch I owned. And I was wearing it with like jeans and like heeled boots. And I posted it on my Instagram story. And I was like, this is literally the only merch I own. And he, he like, 
um replied to my story and he was like it's because you're a fashion queen <laughs> that's so i feel like i dive like i'm always in some type he's of really merch. nice Aww. yeah and then I was like I remember I like talked to him because he was selling the merch that day so I was like talking to him but he's such a cool dude um so yeah that was cool I love that shirt I still wear it all the time very cool I can't wait to see my my positions one I have merch from every single concert ever I've ever gone to and then when I used to rest in peace warp tour oh but I used to buy so much warp tour shit every time I went like I wouldn't go to Warp Tour without like at least $200 on me because I'd blow it all there. Like I'd, you know, you can blow that on like three shirts. Oh so yeah, like, for sure. A, a hoodie and two tank tops or less. <laughs> like that money is nothing at Warp Tour, but I have so much Warp Tour shit. Shout out to anyone who used to go to Warp Tour and I love all my stuff from there. I have like, I have like four John Mayer shirts. I have like Ben Rector shirts. I have Bonnie Vare shirts. I have Hosier stuff. I just have stuff from like every concert I've ever gone to. And I just love wearing yeah. it. it just you know what I really like want? I never went to the concert, but I really want a Hannah Montana concert t-shirt. Why? I don't know. I just <laughs> I really want it. Sure if anyone ever find finds one, send it my way. I'm sure it's uh, $60 on someone's website. Somewhere. I know. Ew. You'll find it. Um, what's another good question to ask? All right, can I just ask you, like, what is the big deal about the Met Gala? Like, what exactly is it? Like, Fun. what is it a party for? Or like, yeah. Is it- so you know the Metropolitan Museum of Art, right? Yes. In New York, yeah. So they have a costume institute. And so the gala is basically like an annual fundraiser to raise money for the costume institute. And it kind of marks the opening of the new exhibit. So every year they have like a different costume. The costume institute has like a new exhibit every single year. Like last year it was camp. This or not last year, the year before, because I forget last year was like RIP 2020. Um, last year was supposed to be, oh my God, I forget. I forget what it was. Oh my God. I forget what it was, but um, yeah, the year before that was camp. I went to that exhibit. It was so fucking pretty. I loved it. Um, but yeah, so what is camp? What it is. is that camp. like a style or like? Yeah. Camp is like over the top, exaggerated, like got you. Um, things, I guess like that kind of, that kind of nature. I don't know. What is the definition of camp? What would Google say of camp? Does it have a definition? Camp is an aesthetic style and sensibility that regards something as appealing because of its bad taste and ironic value. Yeah, that sounds, that checks out. Oh, so it's like cool because it's bad. Yeah, but it's just like over the top and like extra. You know, yeah, I don't know. It was fun, <laughs> and probably one of those things that are like ugly to the untrained eye. Maybe, yeah, like- yeah. Most a lot of the things, but yeah. Uh, apparently, I think a ticket to the gala is like thirty thousand dollars. I think okay, so obnoxious. Um, mm-hmm. But it's like basically like obviously you'll see a lot of pictures of like the re- the red carpet of it, like the people wearing like what what everyone wore to the Mac Gala. Like it's like one of the it's like the Super Bowl of fashion, and. Um, basically the way people are dressed, Anna Wintour 
it she usually assigns people designers and who they'll wear but a lot of the times the designer is given a table and then they get to pick like what celebrities accompany them to sit at their table so they'll wear that designer to the show and then a lot of the time so a lot of the times they don't really have much to say about what they're wearing but it always like pisses me off when like they're not to theme like especially like when the designer like obviously could have made something that went to the theme and still made it match their brand like it's just really annoying when like it was camp and somebody's just wearing like a boring mini dress like what the fuck like why why like this is your one night to go all out you could have worn this any other day you had a theme and you just didn't wear it and it's just like disappointing you're wasting my time i remember seeing um kim kardashian like some little mini video about like how she like trained to wear the dress oh, that she wore like, yeah that was good that she mm-hmm. yeah i mean she Kinda is wild camp. yeah that is bizarre um yeah i'm glad i know what that is now because i actually thought that it was like I'm like scared to say what I thought. I honestly thought it was like an after party from some type of award show or something. Like I have no idea. <laughs> no, I mean, listen, it is a party, I guess. It's like a dinner and it's a gala, whatever. There's like perform like a performer usually inside and there's like food that I'm sure maybe two people actually eat. It's a rich people costume party. Mm-hmm. Cool. That I would love to go to. <laughs> I'm sure you would. You sound so excited. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> um, let us get it. Uh, I think I have not many questions left. I would like to know. So I've been seeing like, so Harry Styles, like obviously like pushes like gender norms, like mm-hmm. all the time. And I feel like he's done it for like a decent amount of time, like mm-hmm. as did like, I, so, like, I know, like, Harry Styles has done it because, like, everyone loves Harry Styles now, and including me. So, like, him I saw. And I saw Ezra Miller do it because I love Ezra Miller. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I've seen him do it frankly. But, like, I've also seen conversations started because, like, I feel like my feed is always going to show, like, the conversations about the thing, not so much the thing. But I've seen conversations about whether or not people are sort of like men in particular, whether or not they're like pushing gender norms and their clothing and their fashion sense because it's like a popular thing now. Like, Mm -hmm. because they know that like, you know, now that people are getting more flexible with like, you know, like, I guess like thinking in ways that like people had not always thought, I guess like people are getting more accepting towards like all things like, like gender related and sorry, school email. Uh, people are getting like more accepting of things like that and like you know like people wearing whatever they want no Mm -hmm. matter what and so people are like okay like are these men now just like you know is this man wearing like a blazer and a skirt just because they know that it's going to get them like a lot of applause you know like people are going to pat them in the back for it like I guess like what do you think about that and like whether people you know like about like these claims that men are like pushing gender norms in fashion just to get appreciation for it 
Yeah, I mean, I've definitely seen that conversation too. And I actually was listening to a fashion podcast the other day. Um, it's called the Fashion Victims Podcast. One of the guys that is a host of it, I went to school with him. Um, but he, like, they were talking, they're both gay men. And they were talking about how, like, sometimes, like, he, he was like, he was talking about, like, you know, when there's like a, like a, a guy that like paints his nails and like just kind of makes like a scene out of it, like just because he's like painted his nails and like we really don't care. Like, if you want to paint your nails, paint your nails, but like relax. Right. Like, you're not, what point are you trying to prove? And I totally agree in that aspect. Like, I feel like if you're doing it and it's performative, like, it's like not right. Like, don't do something just because you think you're going to get people talking. Like in the aspect of Harry Styles, like I also love Harry Styles. And I think like his Vogue cover with him in a dress like made so much headlines and people like saying like, that's not masculine. We want mask. And I was just like throwing up. I was like, okay, barf. Um, But like, first of all, like, what it, what really is masculinity like it's just like so subjective to say like this or that or say like what one person wants or doesn't want but people some people had a problem and were saying that like he was like well Harry Styles doesn't dress like this all the time why is he doing this now like obviously it's like not like it's just performative but like no like he's he he's he's always kind of bended the gender roles in clothing and he's worn dresses before and he's painted his nails and he's worn makeup and all these things and so it's for me like seeing Harry do that was like nothing out of the ordinary and it wasn't a big deal um and I think that I don't think there's anything wrong with men or even women bending gender norms in terms of what they're wearing I think if you feel comfortable wearing something you should be able to wear it I don't think there's anything wrong with that I do think like you said the problem comes when people are doing it just to be performative and I think that's like not cool because you're ruining it for all of us and just like yeah I don't think we should really judge what someone like just because you're wearing a skirt doesn't mean you're any less of a man if you want to wear a skirt and that doesn't mean everybody has to wear them. If you don't want to, you don't like that look, you're not into it, don't do it. Yeah. But then I wonder, though, like, I mean, is it, it sounds like in hearing you like this entire episode, though, it sounds like a lot of fashion is just performative in nature. Like, it sounds like a lot of people wear things like for the wows and like for the pictures. Like, mm-hmm. that's what the Met Gala sounds like, you know, like not people just wearing what they'd normally wear, but people wearing stuff so that people can say something about it. So that they can be like some headline somewhere. So it sounds like that's a lot of what the fashion is too. So like, I wonder like what like someone's response would be to that. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you shouldn't do it if it's performative. Like it sounds like a lot of it is supposed to be performative. At least like what I'm hearing and like what I... I don't know my judgments of it when I'm just like, scrolling online like no yeah I mean obviously like I, I guess in terms of the Mac Ella like it is that and it is also like just the appreciation of the art and of of it all um and like but not just dive. the gala though like no I, mean, I, know, I yeah. feel like okay yeah yeah and in like terms of like and in terms of that I I I think we all get dressed for different reasons. I think some people like, like I get dressed for myself, but I would be lying if I said I don't like when people don't like if I would be lying if I said I didn't like when people acknowledge what I'm wearing. Like, obviously, it's a good feeling and I like it. 
and um especially if it's like because it's like I like what I'm wearing so it feels really good when somebody else also likes what I'm wearing um so I guess in that aspect it is maybe performative but I think like I if you're putting something on just to start like just to get people talking and you don't really appreciate what you're wearing in that sense I guess that's kind of like like if you're just trying to make a spectacle of it I think it's like why are you doing that like what are you trying to prove yeah I'm just like I feel like there are some people who probably like love starting talk like with mm-hmm. what they're wearing oh, yeah. there always like will that. be like, with every I, aspect of everything yeah but maybe some people feel like that's like their expression like maybe people love that attention like I don't know I'm just as Bradley would say I'm just playing devil's advocate like I'm just like <laughs> I feel like I don't know I think of Alan John like that's his style right but I can't imagine he doesn't wear some shit like for the pictures and stuff you know like or yeah, like for but, like, like the he does the actually love. just like love that shit yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not saying yeah I'm not saying like people don't love what they're wearing but like I bet I don't know I guess I just can't imagine that someone's not wearing something to like I'm, I'm talking like celebrities and whatever like for the attention of it like, no yeah I'm sure they do but like I don't know I guess I mean I do it too but like at the same time like I don't wear it just for that all right I feel like I learned enough I hope I hope everyone else learned something if you if you want to talk fashion dm me let's keep it moving to our next segment the tweet of the week i'm gonna let you take it okay okay let you take this one All right, so mine isn't like one individual tweet, but I just saw people tweeting about it. And I also saw it actually happen on TikTok. So John Mayer is on TikTok. And do you know where I'm going with this? Um, And so many fucking little Taylor Swift bitches were commenting on his videos and like just being so mean to him and everybody and people are talking about it on Twitter they're like imagine like making a Twitter uh, making a TikTok and like all these little 19 year olds or or, like these teenagers are commenting on your thing they were like I saw this one comment on his post like he posted a TikTok and somebody was like oh um this 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 tiktok's only 19 minutes young uh 19 minutes old maybe it's a little too young for me to comment on it like and they just kept talking about taylor swift and like referring to that whole situation and i was just like i was literally gonna throw hands i was like this is not okay leave this man alone i am disgusted i am angry (laughs) <laughs> I don't have the TikTok app, so I'm actually never going to download it. So I did not see like any, I saw one video. I saw, did he post one? Only or, one. Sh- sh- should I send you the video every time he posts one? Yeah. Can you do that? Because I can't download TikTok. Like okay. I'm already going to drop be your out of source school. Of all I can't Mayer. like, I saw one. So he like posted it to his Twitter too. So I mm-hmm. saw him like teaching how to play neon and yeah. I watched it a hundred times. Because oh my like, God. <laughs> Me too. I need to learn how to play it, even though I don't own a guitar. <laughs> I was like, I need to keep watching this, but I kept watching it just so I can see like the way that neon is played because it was so sick. And like, it, it, it's just like, all right, 
Also, his long hair. Yes, he's back in continuum phase. Like, he's back, like, with that long hair from continuum, from, like, I I don't, like, the born and raised vibe. Like, he's back in it. Oh, it means good music is coming, you know? Mm -hmm. It also means he's, like, happy, maybe. I don't know. But I'm down with it. I'm happy for him. Fuck all these people who act like his existence automatically has to have something to do with Taylor Swift. Like, this shit is old. We're over it. You should get over it. This shit is buns. Anyway, my tweet of the week, which coincidentally also has to do with Taylor Swift. Oh. <laughs> Hot topic. I don't know. Um, it was actually her tweet about the show Ginny and Georgia. Yeah, I watched the show. And so I know I did not. I know exactly what she's talking about. I was annoyed. Okay, keep going. Um so I saw so it was like the tweet was like, hey Ginny and Georgia, 2010 called and it wants its lazy, deeply sexist joke back. How about we stop degrading hardworking women by defining this horseshit as funny? Also Netflix after Miss Americana, this outfit doesn't look cute on you. Happy Women's History Month, I guess. And I guess the joke was like, what do you care? You go through men faster than Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. So I get her being upset, right? Mm-hmm. But my thing is, I feel like you kind of have a bit of an inflated sense of value. If you think that Netflix is never going to like have like conflicting or like controversial things like in their shows or if they're never going to post like two documentaries or like two movies or two shows or whatever that don't necessarily like yeah all have the same values or something like mm-hmm. you think just because they like put out your documentary that they're never gonna ever have any show or any episode of anything where someone is saying something not so nice about you <laughs> like I, I was just like you have to get off of your high horse you have like the most inflated sense of value like you know self-worth if you actually think that like nothing that comes to Netflix after just because your de- documentary was there like nothing that's ever going to be on Netflix is ever right? going to be like targeting you in any way like if you're as big of a star whatever you think you are that shit is going to be endless like mm-hmm. I'm sorry to say but like people are always going to have something to say about you especially if like you know that's something that you became known for at some point like not that people always have to clown you for it but like it's going to make its way into some type of media, into like TV shows, into whatever. Like if people can keep coming at like, I don't know. I I feel like the shit is never going to stop. So I was just like, that was so stupid of you to think that, like, I just don't understand how the attack was on Netflix for putting that show there and letting that line be in the show like I get that that must have gone through Netflix since it's probably a Netflix show right yeah it's it's a Netflix original got you but like also who fucking cares like there are like contradicting documentaries on Netflix all the time like there are shows that say things about actors that are in other shows on Netflix all the time like I feel like get the fuck over yourself that's only part one of my issue with it part two was like the end like happy women's history month I guess I was just like do you really think women's history month is off to a bad I know it's over because because of you (laughs) (laughs) oh my god I 
genuinely have to laugh like a oh, women's history month is over just because you got your feelings hurt you fuck women bitch. i guess like wow fuck women i guess because the show had a bad line about me like all the things that could ruin women's history month not like trans women still being under attack like, no not that like it has to be you like it's because they said a terrible thing about you not even that bad like it was like a one-liner in a netflix show and now literally a girl yelling women's at her mom history month is in garbage now like yeah like it's so stupid also my my i like I knew what you were talking about. And my other problem with it was people were attacking the actor that plays the girl who said that line as if she, she had anything to do with it. She's literally just an actress. Like she just like reads what's on the. Yeah, paper. exactly. And also, I was like, that's fucked up. This is so stupid because like, I feel like shows, I don't know how to say this, but like just because a line is in the show doesn't mean that like, the person who wrote the line believes it right. doesn't mean that the people in the show like have those values like mm-hmm. you can take a show like the office for example and you could easily say that like the writers of that show are like racist sexist whatever oh my God. if that show the came point out today is that, yeah like it, it would never survive and i think it's not just because they have like racist sex whatever jokes in it I think it's because people don't know how to see the fact that like just because those things like it's the character mm-hmm. that is sexist or racist or homophobic or whatever else and mm-hmm. I think it's that's my hot take like and we can talk like I bet we're going to talk about it when we talk oh about God. like censorship, censorship or things like that but like it is okay for a character in a book, in a movie, in a show or whatever mm-hmm. to be all of these terrible things because guess what? Human beings can are, be these terrible yeah. things. They are these terrible things. And like in this and, stupid example, like just, okay, just, these people might not hate Taylor Swift, but there is a teenager somewhere in the world making a joke exactly. about Taylor Swift. exactly it's just unrealistic you can't think that no one's ever going to say this and I think it's a great reflection of a teenage girl for her to bring up Taylor Swift in that context if that is what teenage girls are hearing about Taylor Swift like every show every movie every book does not have some type of moral obligation to be so morally (laughs) and ethically right and have your back like just because it's a show made in 2021 doesn't mean that it has to be like pro Taylor Swift and like pro this and pro that and like in support of like yeah no, like, and that show touched on a lot of other great important topics too so are you really gonna root I mean you know I'm not saying it's a groundbreaking show but like I'm just saying it did touch on issues that are more important like the main character is a mixed girl she talks about struggling with that a lot and there's a guy that like is struggling a lot with his mental health and there's like you know what I mean like there's a her mom struggles a lot with her past like there's these all these things that they do touch on there's like a scene where like um this guy kisses her and she's like having her she's like ranting about something and she says the word rapey and then like he kisses her and then she's like what was that and who kisses someone after they say the word rape (laughs) like it was just it was funny but like you know what I mean like they do touch on like things that matter and like the fact that she's like just like shitting on this whole entire show because they made one joke because they said one thing the air I just I always have an issue with Taylor Swift I think and I think a lot of it comes from 
like her ego, her arrogance, the woe is me thing. The and white I feminist. And the, I was just about to say, I think the steps that she thinks she's taking towards like a, a greater feminist world is taking feminism several steps back a lot of the time, not necessarily all the time, but I think a lot of the times it does. I think, you know, speaking of the word performative, like I feel like her face comes to my mind when I think performative mm-hmm. and like, you know, I think she does like a ton of virtue signaling and, you know, I have all my issues with her and, and at the same time, Fearless was one of the greatest albums of all Absolutely. time. But like, um, I just, I don't know. I just like, I have my issues. I, I think that that tweet was like one of the most arrogant things that I saw in quite a long time. And that's definitely my tweet of the week. I, yeah, I when know. I when I saw that tweet, I hadn't gotten to that like episode yet. So I didn't know. I was like, did I miss it? Like, I didn't hear anything about her. And then when I like I heard her say it I, in the show, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> how like, dare you smash an entire show because one line about I you know. like how do you think that you are that important that like that netflix shouldn't have posted this and then all your have, crazy like, fans attack the poor actress <laughs> like and like on. you know your fans are gonna do that and you're mm-hmm. not gonna like stop anything like i thought you were just a feminist five seconds ago but you're not gonna like Why protect aren't you this tweeting? actress yeah. who's like getting attacked because of something that you caused and you know your fans are wild crazy teenage girls who are vicious sometimes and you're not gonna stop your fans from attacking this young girl like i thought you were a feminist is that not what we were going with last month when we it only was protect popular for you to women. be so only the white ones i guess but mm-hmm. i don't know the rich but I digress. Hmm. Hmm. Couldn't be me, y'all. Could not be me. All mm-hmm. right, y'all. So that brings this episode to a close. I hope you guys learned something fun. <laughs> um, next week. Mm-hmm. Subscribe to us on Spotify. Give us five stars on iTunes. Follow us on Instagram at Couldn't Be Me Pod, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you.